0: If you are looking to reactivate higher levels of creativity, if you are wanting to step into your next level of identity and embodiment as a female entrepreneur, if you are wanting to reconnect back to yourself... Because let's be honest, it's hard to do so when you are constantly being everything to everyone. If you are wanting to step into a new environment, encounter new sights and sounds and flavors, if you're wanting to have fun and create powerful female friendships, then I want you to check out my barley Fresh Retreat. Go to tracyharris.co slash Fresh retreat, and you're going to learn all about the beautiful, intimate, luxe Bali retreat that I am hosting at a five star luxury villa. I'm planning everything for you. So all the way from private transfers, like a private driver picking you up at the airport, bringing you to the villa to meet me. I'm going to greet you with a beautiful, cool drink. You are going to have your jaw on the floor when you see this stunning villa that I have chosen. And I've chosen it because I've stayed there. I've stayed there with my family. I have stayed there with my friends. And I said, the last time I was in that villa, I was like, I am bringing some high level driven values aligned ladies to this villa. And in addition to the villa experience, I'm going to be spoiling you and taking you to some of the coolest and luxe, vibiest, most beautiful parts of Bali. And we're going to enjoy so many experiences together. And what I can promise you is rest, but also fun. It is not one or the other, it is both. It is everything. So go to tracyharris.co slash fresh retreat to learn more and to apply. Villas have already been snatched up and rooms are being assigned. So head on over and have a look. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me at mums with hustle on Instagram. Or send me an email, hello at mumswithhustle.com or just fill out the application and I'll get in touch. All right. I can't wait to hear from you. Apply now. Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 414. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Today, we're going to be exploring the power of your daily actions towards the achievement of bigger goals. By focusing on consistent action and intentional steps towards your big goals, you can begin to let go of the need for perfection and take the pressure off and celebrate your progress along the way. And what I wanted to share with you in today's episode is my method for how I do that and how the women inside of my mastermind are taking consistent action and intentional steps towards their big goals, but without the burnout and with lots of rest chucked in there and with energy management thrown in there. And, you know, the the truth is that life is beautiful and full, and messy, and challenges are happening in every single one of our days, every single day. That's the reality. But the difference between those that are able to move forward and stay grounded and happy and balanced in the process, and those that don't move forward, or they do move forward, but in a really unhealthy way, which leads to burnout, or just relationship breakdowns, is this that I'm going to be sharing with you. I'm going to be sharing with you the concept of minimums and maximums. So if you're someone that takes a note, it is now time to grab that journal that you listen to this podcast with and whip out that pen and start taking down some notes. I want you to write at the top of your notes, friends, minimums and maximums. That's the title. And this concept of minimums and maximums is not mine. It's not my original idea. It's something that I do practice daily though. And it's important because when it comes to working on our goals, it really has its origins in goal setting theory, which was first introduced by a psychologist. I believe his name was Edwin Locke and his colleagues colleagues in the 1960s. So according to their theories, setting specific, challenging and attainable goals can lead to increased motivation, increased performance and increased success. I mean, I look at this and I can see how this has really worked in my life. So that's why I'm coming onto the podcast to share this with you because that's why I started this podcast to share what works for me in the hopes that it works for you also. And I really believe that it was a game changer for me, especially as a mum that had to be more creative and more responsible with the limited time that she had. Now, I had massive time constraints, uh, and financial constraints in starting and growing this business. And I know that that is actually something that a lot of people relate to. We are the majority of people. The majority of people aren't starting businesses with a silver spoon in their mouth. They're people like literally everyday people, everyday battlers. And they come from all sorts of, um, you know, disadvantage. But you can succeed 100% if you just apply the concept of minimums and maximums. So basically, what are they? Well, minimums and maximums refer to our lower and our upper limits of a goal that we set with the aim of achieving a specific outcome, a minimum Goal for each day at the lowest level is like our standard, it is like our minimum. We literally don't go below that, and it's important that we have that because it is essential that if we are going to achieve our goals, that every single day we are working towards them, even if it's at the lowest level, we're still taking a step and then. It acknowledges that, well, some days we are just like on fire, powerhouses, or we've got more energy, or maybe we have more bandwidth, or more time and capacity. So on those days, we can go for our maximum goal or our maximum action, which is at the highest level that we can achieve in a given day. And I just love this concept because not every day is the same, yet- So many of us, myself included, we walk around acting as if every single day should be the same and we fail to realize, well, hang on a second, especially those of us that have kids or things on at the school that we want to attend or parents that are aging that may need us or just like a thousand things going on in this busy, beautiful season of life that we're in, not every single day looks the same. So when we hold ourselves to a set of expectations that we should be doing the same every single day, we are really doing a massive disservice to ourselves. And we begin to adopt a very unhealthy, toxic, ugly thought pattern, which is the all or nothing thinking. It is the, unless I can do this much or unless I can take this particular action, I'm just not going to take any action at all. But that just leads to no results. So we need to end that all or nothing thinking. And for me, embracing the minimums and maximums concept around all goals in all areas of my life has allowed me to see consistent progress. Even if at times it is seemingly small or slow progress, I choose to revel in that and to celebrate that small progress is still progress. Progress in the right direction, no matter how small, is still progress. So I have unsubscribed from my old beliefs and thoughts around expectations that I carry for myself or that other people have imposed on me and I've let them do that and I take radical responsibility over what I choose to do in my day. And so if I say that it is important to me to value my physical health and move my body every day, then my next step, is to come up with a minimum movement goal for my day and a maximum movement goal for my day. And this just allows me the flexibility and the compassion to go about living my life knowing that every day is not going to be the same but committing that every single day I will take an aligned action towards the goal of moving my body and becoming healthier and stronger every single day. And knowing that some days it's going to be the maximum and some days it's going to be the minimum. Let me give you a real example as it relates to my physical health because I just started talking about that just then. The other day I only had 10 minutes to move my body. I only had 10 minutes. Now, the old me would have said, I don't have time to exercise today. So I would have done nothing again, all or nothing thinking. I've shared this information about cognitive distortions. All or nothing thinking is one of them, but I've I've shared these at greater length on the podcast. So make sure you scroll through and you check out those episodes. But I was applying all or nothing thinking every time I thought, oh, I don't have time. I only have 10 minutes. Well, guess what, babe? You have 10 minutes. 10 minutes is better than zero minutes. 10 minutes is going to equal progress, zero minutes is not. So what I did with my 10 minutes was actually what's more important. And so I turned on my uh, Peloton workout and I did a 10 minute full body strength, body weight workout, 10 minutes. It was so tough. Let me tell you, There was no time, there there were literally no rests, no rest breaks. It was like full on for 10 minutes. I did not have the excuse of saying I don't have much space because literally I needed one square metre or the length of my body to be able to work out really. So what, I'm 159 centimetres tall, that's the amount of space I needed to do this workout. So space could not be blamed. And I did not need any equipment either. So I don't need to blame the fact and on that day. I didn't have any equipment. It was a body weight workout. And I could not blame that I didn't have time. It was literally 10 minutes in this instance. So simple, yes. Difficult to execute though. Yeah, that requires discipline. So I did it and I loved it. The level of intensity of that workout was higher than some longer workouts that I've done before. But how often do we say to ourselves, oh, it's the amount of time spent that is what is valuable? No, it's not. It's what you did with your time that is valuable. And the same thing can be said for business. I used to operate from a philosophy or or a system of beliefs that I was behind in my business because I didn't get the privilege of having eight-hour days to work on my business And that just was not serving me and it was also me not exercising radical responsibility for the time that I did have and how I was using it. The second I ditched that, everything changed in my business and it began to grow and it began to flourish. And it was me sitting down in 10-minute moments or in 20-minute naps and applying focus to the right things, the needle moving things. That's what grew my business. Now that can be done in 20 minutes, in 10 minutes. Like it doesn't need to be eight hours long. So why do we put these ridiculous expectations on ourselves? And it's that responsibility piece where we are constantly resisting having to take radical responsibility for our outcomes. But back to the minimums and maximums, because this manages that. This helps to manage our own personal level of responsibility around the things that we say we value or the things that we say we want or the things that we say we prioritize. Now, all of a sudden, we are making them a priority. We are assigning minimum expectations or behaviors for ourselves and maximums. And like I said, this allows for the flex and the inevitability that some days are just going to be more full on or more challenging than others, but we're still going to take a step forward. So I encourage you today to think about the areas of your life and then think about the areas in your business that you want to grow this year. What are those areas? Maybe give yourself three areas in life that you really want to grow and tend to this year. And three areas in business that you really want to grow and tend to this year. And then for each of those areas, go through to the next step, which is to assign a minimum action that leads to growth and a maximum action that leads to growth. And these are daily, daily actions. Now, knowing that you may not be able to always meet your maximum, but you will be able to always meet your minimum. And it should be something that you can achieve. Now, the secret is making sure that the minimum is also needle moving. The minimum cannot just be at maintenance level, unless your goal is to be at maintenance. But if your goal is to grow and cultivate something in your business or in your life that isn't yet a reality for you, then that lies outside of your current circumstances and outside of your comfort zone. So it's going to feel stretchy and edgy. And that's normal, that's good. But you're going to set a minimum and a maximum action that is aligned, and that, that word aligned just means is a match for the goal that you want to achieve in your personal life. Remember, we're going to do it for three in life and personal. And three, for business. Now, as I continue through the rest of this episode, I want you to keep in mind one of those business goals that you have. Maybe you have a goal this year to grow your audience by 1,000 organic, perfect people in, in, say, the next six months. Let's pretend you put a deadline on it and you're like, I'm going to achieve this in the next six months. Or maybe it is to have 10 new members join your online membership every single month, and they're going to come from Instagram. What a beautiful, specific goal. Then, what I want you to do is list out the action steps that would lead to this goal being realized. What are some of the things, list them out, that would lead to this goal being reached and realized. These become your needle-moving actions. Now, from this longer list that you've just created, I want you to create a minimum action for yourself and a maximum action for yourself every single day because what you want is closer than you think. If you're someone that gets overwhelmed, this minimums and maximums theory is such a great daily practice for you. You can wake up of a morning, you can look at your goal, you can look at your long list of action steps, and you can decide on that day what is your minimum standard for yourself in terms of an action towards that goal? And what is your maximum? If if the day ended up being the world's greatest day, everything worked out in your favor, what is the thing that you're going to do? And then you're going to keep the promises that you make to yourself. And you're going to go and do those things, either the minimum or the maximum. And I promise you, if you follow this process, And if you have a journal dedicated to your daily minimums and maximums, and you do this process every single day this year, just imagine how much progress you're going to experience. I want to take it back to the fitness example because I think it's a very easy, tangible thing for us to comprehend when it comes to minimums and maximums. My minimum movement goal for myself is to do 10 push-ups on my toes in a day. That's my minimum movement goal. And the reason I chose that is because even on my hardest, worst days, there is no excuse for me to not be successful at my minimum. There is nowhere that I can find myself in the world that I can't drop and do 10 push-ups whether it is at the gate at the airport or, you know, next to my bed before I hop in it at night, like wherever I am at the park with the kids, like I can drop down and I can do those 10 push-ups on my toes. So the purpose is that you're able to be successful with that minimum. Now, at a maximum, my daily movement goal is to move my body for an hour a day with like either something cardi- cardio or something strength, strength-based strength for an hour. And for that to be like a proper sweaty workout where I can't, I don't have the brain cells and the capacity to be thinking about my to-do list or, you know, does the team need me? Like, no, no, no. The workout is, is so intense that I'm fully present just in every single movement that I'm doing at any given second of that one-hour-long workout. So that would be my maximum effort um, on any given day when it comes to my fitness. So by embracing this approach, can you see how we've created really a framework for ourselves that allows us to experience progress but also have self-compassion? Versus that all or nothing thinking, which really leads us into a shame spiral and has us experiencing zero progress. That's awful. So what I invite you to do is to implement what I've shared with you here today. I invite you to get out your journal and to write down three areas of your life in your personal life that are of deep importance to you. This could be your fitness. It could be your marriage. It could be time with your kids or swap any of those out for other things. Okay. It could be your commitment to prayer life. It could be your garden and it could be, I don't know, your personal style, for instance, if that's a goal for you to up-level that, to have your glow up this year. No judgment on the things that you put there. It's your life. But Identify those three areas in your life that you wish to improve and change this year. And then on the other side, identify three areas in business that you'd like to improve. Create some goals around those. If you're in my Social Method Society, we do this in our 90-day progress parties. If you're in the Inner Circle Mastermind, we do this with our quarterly plans. We also do the life stuff in there too. So you create those three goals, and then you create the big list of action steps for each one of those goals because let's be honest, there are so many things that we could do to create these, you know, to achieve these goals. But once you've created your master list of action steps for every single one of those goals, you can now go ahead and assign at the beginning of every day how you're going to show up. You can choose how you're going to show up every single day by assigning a minimum and a maximum activity for yourself as it relates to one of those goals. Let's talk about our marriage, for instance. At a minimum, what does it look like to work on your marriage? Does it mean kissing each other on the lips and having a 10 second hug? Every single day at a minimum. doesn't mean that as a, at a maximum you're going on a date. You're leaving the house and you're going on a date. You're getting dressed up. You're going somewhere that you haven't been together before. Like is that the maximum? Things don't grow unless we bring intention and focus to them growing. So that's really what this exercise is about. And the reason I want you to look at those two areas, to look at life, to look at business, is because we're not just here to grow businesses. We are here to live life, to love, to live fully, to be free. And quite frankly, in the business space, I don't see enough leaders really supporting their people in doing that. I see a lot of people that are burnt out, See a lot of people who are losing relationships or becoming unhealthy. Their business is growing, but at what cost? And I say no to that for myself and I say no to that for every single one of you here in this community. As an extension of this activity, have a go at doing it by yourself, but see if you can go and include a loved one in this process with you too. This is even something that you can do with your kids. I highly encourage you to do this. Like all things on the podcast, go and do this. You will change your life. This is the concept of minimums and maximums. It is about taking consistent, intentional action towards your dreams, even if it is just a tiny step each day. It is about progress over perfection. If you followed me for a while, you know what that means. Apply the daily minimums and maximums and you will be embracing progress over perfection. It's about balancing discipline with self-compassion. It's about creating a roadmap to our success that is sustainable and kind. Ah, my beautiful community, it's time to wrap wrap up this episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. I hope that you're feeling inspired to embrace the theory of daily minimums and maximums in your life and in growing your business. As you take those steps towards your bigger goals, remember progress is progress, no matter how small it is progress and you need to be actively recording your progress until next time, keep shining a light, keep celebrating every single step along your journey. You have got this. I am proud of you. I am grateful for you being here. If you love this episode, please share it, tag me on your Instagram stories, or leave me a review on iTunes. It means so much to me. And I look forward to supporting you and seeing you here next week on the Mums with Hustle podcast.